Hi there, welcome to the Edup Marcom podcast. You're very welcome. My name is Philip Smith. I'm the host of the show. Every week here, I interview CEOs, founders, CMOs, and consultants from many of the largest and most successful colleges, universities, and education institutions in the world, where we talk about marketing, communications, and sales, and more. Finding out how to grow your student numbers successfully. I hope you enjoy. Hi, Jean. Thanks for coming on the Edip Markham podcast. You're very welcome. Hi, Philip. It's, uh, thanks you for having me here. Absolutely. Uh, Jean, just for the listeners, just tell them your name and what you do, and we'll take it from there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my name is Jean Kamenetz. I am a CEO at UXL. Uh, UXL is the uh, interactive uh, UX design education platform. Uh, which is available for everybody uh, in the world. And uh, we are basically helping upskill future UX design workforce. Fantastic. And uh, myself, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm uh, situated in Poland, uh, Warsaw, uh, with uh, most of the team also in Poland. We are uh, four years in a startup company and, Mm -hmm. you know, providing uh, this, uh, uh, educational solution in the in, for the UX industry. Fantastic, and just give me a brief overview of your uh, career in education uh, to date, Jean. Uh, yeah, um, my career in education basically started with UXL. Um, I'm a product person and I'm a uh, designer uh, myself, like completely self-taught designer, and. Um, Basically, my path, my self-education path, led me to uncovering some problems in the UX design education world. Uh, and uh, uncovering these problems brought me to some ideas and solutions how we can solve that. And basically, with UXL, started my uh, education career. We did a lot of um, work into um, rethinking how we can educate people uh, and uh, like for like I said, for the past four years, I've been into that uh, pretty much hundred uh, percent, um, and um, kind of taking this product approach and my experience, and uh, closely talking with community, basically build up my education background uh, on the go. So for the past four years, basically, oh. uh, I've been involved into educating like you know a lot of people with our online um, uh, interactive tool, yeah. Fantastic. I, I love when people are uh, specialists or experts in, in certain areas, and then they bring that into the education space uh, and create something new and different. I think that's uh, always really innovative. I think that's that that sounds great. Um, so yes, yeah, so would you tell me more about your role as CEO and, and what you're doing and tell me a bit more uh, about Excel uh, so we can we can dig deeper? Uh, yeah, um, so I'm a CEO, but I'm wearing a lot of hats in the company. Sure. Um, we are a small company right now, about 15 folks um, situated across Europe. And uh, I'm right now I'm running mostly the marketing and communications. But once we started, I was like for the two, three years deeply involved in setting the educational team, uh, working closely with this product. And uh, yeah, as a CEO, you basically talk all the time with people as well. That's one of the important things for us. So we're not just like create some solution and like let it live. 
we constantly talking with people, we constantly iterating, improving, and um, I'm kind of uh, overseeing this all the time as well. And as overall, like uh, overseeing the strategy, where we're going, where we need to invest, um, because in the end of the day, it's not only about education. Education. We are a product company. We're running a business. So we also need to make sure we are uh, earning money, paying our bills, uh, can grow a team, and can build can build even a better product for the community. So yeah, like that's that's kind of my role in a, a short okay. sentences. Well, it sounds like you're focusing on the right stuff because I think really, especially for early <clears throat> stage institutions like yourself and businesses it's so important to really drive the marketing and sales to grow it because without that there is no business so i think i think you're focusing on the on the right stuff and excited to uh, talk to you about the marketing and sales that that's going on for excel at the moment and i suppose just to dig more into the company itself edgy what, what makes excel different uh yeah that's a good question thank you i'm like like from day one um, like we took a completely different approach to education. Um, so we are not, we haven't followed the traditional way. And uh, if you compare and if you get course providers like traditional course providers, uh, boot camps, etc., they're very heavy on uh, large pieces of video content courses. Uh, some experts talking heads basically talking to you for an hour and then like you're supposed to do something sure. um so my background and uh like team background and what we observed in the community like this is boring as hell especially for the new generation who mm -hmm. doesn't have more than five seconds attention span who spends right, all yeah. their lives in tick yeah, in TikTok, Instagram, etc., you cannot force them to see through such videos. You cannot expect them to learn something in this manner because it is kind of outdated for them. So initial idea actually started in Instagram, like you excel as a company actually started as Instagram account. We validated wow. an idea of uh, interactive, yeah, bite-sized education and learning with an idea like, hey, can we deliver uh, a little piece of knowledge in like as short as like five to eight seconds and uh, kind of break your scrolling, uh, dead scrolling into Instagram and um, yeah. help you learn something new for, uh, into the act. So this was the core of the idea. Uh, we don't waste your time. We are super effective. We are interactive. We are bite-sized and you can spend as little as five minutes per day to learn something new. So that's how we're different. We're basically following this approach in our now in a much bigger product with mm -hmm. a bunch a set of different features, etc. And uh, what we're building is we're basically building like a complete comprehensive solution uh, for your design folks to uh, build up their skill set either from zero to one or for existing professionals to uh, grow to uh, bigger and higher levels of uh, expertise. I love that. I think that's a really good take. And I think I think with the, with the as you put it there with this generation and the way things are going with TikTok and the low attention spans, I think it's it's more important to to cater for that. So I think you're um you've tapped into something really uh, special there. I suppose how does that impact maybe your marketing and your sales? Um, does does it does it make that different yeah. as well? 
Um, yeah, I mean, all the marketing basically started like we had a big boost from the Instagram because like once we started the company, we had a couple of uh, more than hundred thousand uh, subscribers on Instagram. It was our initial marketing channel. Wow. So we are providing That's... a B two C solution, right? We we don't. I mean, we're only moving into B two B space, uh, offering our solution for design teams, and actually um, happen to be pretty successful. We have uh, some pretty great and big teams on board already. And, uh, but like most of our marketing, what mostly what we've been doing so far was B2C and we were selling basically, um, our education solution for individuals out there. And the impact of that is like, you cannot, uh, implement, uh, you know, regular strategies for acquiring customers, uh, sales is, is impossible. Sales department is impossible in this case. Right. And you basically rely on marketing, uh, we rely heavily on the product-led growth and the word of mouth. Uh, we yeah. implemented a lot, a lot of features in the in the app uh, for facilitate sharing, facilitate um, inviting friends, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it's been like a big channel for us. And also, design is very much community-driven. Um, so we try and right now we kind of trying to be more and involve us as much more into the communities local communities etc uh so basically it's a mix it's it's a mix of, of things if we want to yeah. tackle um uh the uh, the b2c world and for the b2b right now we can in the process following the same approach product that grows like uh it's implement implementing a lot of features which will facilitate basically community members to bring their teams, uh, upsell for the teams, etc. And uh, right now we don't have dedicated sales department, but probably we'll be building some inside sales representatives basically for uh, help uh, existing free trial customers uh, to uh, basically to get a uh, paid account. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. It sounds like you're, it sounds like you're developing things in a, in a really smart way. And I suppose, what what are some of the key challenges you faced in the you know in the in developing the marketing and sales, or is there is there some kind of common issues you've seen happen? Uh, yeah, uh, well, uh, for the B two C segment, uh, like I said, it took us a while to. Uh, uh, it took us a while to define and get. Um, uh, like proper acquisition channels. Uh, sure. We tried a lot also with, uh, you know, paid uh, advertisement as well, uh, like Google ads, etc. It's been a struggle for us because like one of the reasons is we, uh, one of the actually differentiators, which I haven't mentioned, we keep in education accessible. So if you take a bootcamp, it's two, three, five, ten thousand mm. dollars uh, Our price is about a hundred bucks. Wow. So, uh, one of the challenges for us in acquiring customers uh, with paid uh, channels was we competing with those folks who can spend like hundred bucks to acquire a customer, right? And we cannot obviously oh. spend the same amount of money. So you competing with those folks. So we found a way eventually, but it took us a while. Uh, again, why it took us a bit more time as well to kind of understand and decide to okay, let's invest in the you know community part of things even more. And uh, for the B2B um, right now, and specifically because we are trying to build a product-led growth motion, uh, product-led growth is great 
well when everything works so and the biggest yeah. challenge to make everything work uh, so like we are still in the process to kind of uh set uh, this mechanism in motion uh, but yeah you know it, it, it is much scalable it is um like it can grow by itself basically um, more or less eventually and faster it won't require so much operational uh, people, uh, but uh, the, the biggest challenge is uh, to understand what is uh, the aha moment, what is the thing that people want to buy when they buy, etc., etc., and nudge them in correct moments. And this is yeah. the art piece, which is pretty much challenging. Yeah, yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. And then trying to scale it then when you have, you know, the demand there and have everything working and making it profitable and. Yeah, I think that's um, definitely the struggle of, of a fast-growing company uh, like yours, Gene. And I suppose, how do you see the education sector change in the future of perhaps your company? I, th I think you've touched on this already a bit with your innovative learning uh, model that you've developed. Yeah. Uh, well, I hope I hope this will um, be adopted by um, like traditional institutions because like you need to provide something which you know the, the, the generation can consume can consume effectively otherwise you will end up with not being able to educate properly uh i mean i'm not i don't have like a lot of expertise in traditional education so that's just like my you know opinion from my side of things from my point of view uh but uh, yeah i hope this like we'll see adoption of more uh, interactive models like that into the uh, everywhere and yeah. uh, more um, online, more on-the-go stuff, um, more modern uh, as well, because like a lot of programs are quite outdated and the world is still fast-pacing. Uh, so that's kind of another problem with uh, traditional programs. You know, it takes a lot to build it and then it expires, like it becomes irrelevant in a few years sometimes and uh, uh, you end up, you know, updated the whole thing which is cost costly and uh and effective so like if you break it down by more simple chunks etc etc uh yeah i think i think this this can help uh that's kind of what i would i would be expecting but again i'm not an expert in uh traditional well, look, that's completely different for me <laughs> yeah none of us have a crystal ball you know we can't know but i think i think i think it could be right i've, I've seen different institutions that are developing online models and and you know micro learning and bytes as learning and, and trying to build into that space so i think you're, I, I think you're 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 definitely part of that movement or leading the wave so i i think yeah i think more of that is is to come certainly um, and and to touch back then on the marketing and sales yeah you know piece do you think that the marketing and sales will be different maybe for the education sector into the future or maybe just for your own a business for Excel, do you think, you know, what, what's the future look like even for your own marketing? Is it more social media or what do you mm -hmm. think it, it would look like? Yeah, well, probably, probably more of the social media. You, you, you can see already a big motion of individual creators because like social media allowed them uh, and gave them leverage um, to, to use this social media and sell their own little courses. And they, they are pretty successful, most of them. Uh, so, well, I, you know, that's where people spend time in. And I think uh, like that's going to be a 
big uh, opportunity for the market more like the next in the next years right and uh, uh like community social media i think this would be the the biggest one for uh, for the tools like ours for sure for you know boot camps etc i'm i i can't it's hard for me to imagine uh because like it's completely different <laughs> marketing and mm. sales work for more traditional folks as well but yeah that's kind of what i'm thinking yeah i i agree i think um i think we're going to see a lot more uh social media driven growth and to wrap up the conversation then, um, Gene, what advice would you give for successful growth for an education institution from your experience? You know, what, what do you think works when you're trying to get more students? Uh, yeah, I mean, provide high quality uh, content. That's, I would say, the motto because your marketing and sales can be amazing, but if you provide a bad um content and if you fail to educate well if you fail to engage people if you fail to deliver uh, this content and provide actual value i think that's that's the deal uh, i would say uh, this should be put in the forefront like um, like for us we spent four years basically to the product and very little on marketing uh, we struggled a lot because of that <laughs> uh uh, we traded a lot, uh, and only yeah. now we kind of move in much, much more into the marketing because kind of we realized that okay, now product is in good shape and we feel good to um uh, to sell it. I know there is different approaches. Like I've seen companies selling like uh, half baked product and they've been pretty successful. Uh, it's just my personal way not to do that, and uh, especially for education because the primary reason for uh, me as well as a person is to like deliver actual value for the people, not just sell and earn money. Uh, I mean, of course, the business side is uh, very important, but you should deliver something which uh, uh, people will, will will get value from. So I'd say this is the biggest the biggest one I can I can advise. Yeah, I think uh, I think I I think you're totally right. You know, I think I think if you can deliver great value and then show that great content. Uh, through your market and I think you'll you'll bring in the right people and, and grow um very naturally. Jean, thanks so much for coming on the podcast today. It was a real pleasure. Uh thanks for sharing yeah you know great insights and best of luck for the future uh, with Excel. Yeah thank you Philip thanks again for inviting me. It was a pleasure uh being here and sharing uh, some of my experience and thoughts uh, uh uh yeah thanks again. You're welcome thanks Jean. Hi, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Adopt Markham podcast. If you'd like to be a guest, you can do so by applying on adoptmarkham.com, where you can also find a catalogue of all of our episodes. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed it.